Welcome to the My Knee Doc Podcast, providing you with expert information on all things knee related, expert tips and tricks to help you manage your knee problem and get you moving again. Here's your host, specialist knee surgeon and founder of the My Knee Doc Specialist Knee Clinic, Mr. Gareth Stables. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another My Knee Doc Live. Um, my name's Gareth Stables. I'm a consultant orthopedic surgeon, and I specialize in helping people with knee problems. I've been doing this for many years. Um, I suppose the reason I, I specialize in looking after just one joint um, is because I think, you know, having, having witnessed over the years during my training, people who tended to sort of specialize in one thing their patients tend to have better results. So, really, today I'm going to have a quick chat about um, what really what the alternatives to say knee replacement are, um, and the importance of um, finding out more about um, your alternatives, finding out more about your treatment options um, before deciding to um, to go for any treatment in particular. Um, quite often people have this misconception, this misunderstanding that you know they have knee arthritis, they can either take painkillers or um, you know have a knee replacement, they're the only options and there are other options available and it's really you know important that you ask the questions that you find out um, what, what is available, what can um, potentially help you. And there's some good tools, so I think one a little uh, acronym or one little thing that I've come across um, is BRAN, so B-R-A-N, and these are the sort of questions you need to ask about any treatment that uh, a doctor would uh, prescribe or a therapist or you know anyone would suggest to you. So the B stands for benefits, so ask what are the benefits of this treatment, you know, how is it going to make my life better, how is it going to improve my symptoms. The R stands for risks, so you need to think, you know, okay, so this treatment sounds good. So what are the risks? So for obviously for surgery, you need to consider the risks around the operation, around the anaesthetic, but also the longer term risks of, of what potentially that will mean. And this is the important one. You've got to ask the question, what are the alternatives? Because, um, you know, for most of the, the conditions that I treat, um, arthritis, knee injuries, sports injuries, they're not life and death conditions. You know, they, they affect people's quality of life significantly, but then there's always a choice. So you need to know what your alternatives are. And this is where perhaps um, people need a little bit more help and perhaps need to ask a few more questions. And then the final one, N, uh, stands for nothing. So question, what, what happens if I do nothing? Is it gonna get worse? Is it gonna stay the same? You know, is it gonna get worse quickly or is it just gonna gradually get, get worse over, over you know, many years? In which case, some people might decide, well, okay, I can cope with it, I can live with it. But anyway, these are, these are the questions that, that you sort of have, have in mind or even jot them down on a piece of paper. I'm more than happy when patients come to me and uh, they've got notes, uh, questions that they want to ask um, and they jot down the answers. Um, it, it often makes the consultation a lot easier and a lot more fulfilling for both you know myself and the patients because I know that that they've got um, the answers to the questions they want and uh, they can go away and, and think through their options. So getting back to uh, knee arthritis, so the alternative. So 
we generally sort of look at it as if you look at it as like a ladder or you know um, steps that you you, you you go through the initial treatments or the initial things that patients and people um, we encourage them to do is, is look at you know how can I influence my symptoms how can I try and make things better for myself um, often patients who are more proactive and try and want to get involved in trying to make things better uh, tend to have better outcomes in the long term so simple things common sense things that we all know I say simple that they're, they're low risk I should should say um, they're they don't involve drugs, they don't involve uh, procedures, but they're probably not easy to do and you're maybe not gonna get an immediate effect, but long-term you probably will get a good effect. So things like losing weight if you're overweight, that's gonna put less pressure on your joints and, and there's good evidence out there to say that that will help um, with symptoms of knee arthritis. Um, exercising, and this is a key, key message really, exercise is important. When you have arthritis, uh, people you know, tell you, oh, your knee's worn out, um, the joint's worn, the joint surface is worn, and a lot of people go away and they think, I don't want to wear it anymore, I don't want to you know, risk it, so I'm going to just take it easy, and that's probably the worst thing you can do. The best thing to do would be to, to keep exercising, keep moving, and again, there's a good uh, body of evidence that would support that, so people are more active, their inflammation in their body generally decreases, uh, and that has an effect on how they feel pain, it improves their sleep, improves their feeling of well-being, so keeping going, keeping exercising is, is really key, and again, easier said than done when you've got a sore knee, but finally, you know, try and look at different ways of getting the exercise um, if you can't walk long distances think about an exercise bike maybe getting in the pool swimming even just walking up and down the pool doing upper limb exercises anything that raises the heart rate and um, you know gives you a good workout will will help so next to the things we think think about things like um, medication anti-inflammatory creams and gels um, supplements um, things like glucosamine, um, there's some evidence for turmeric um, and other supplements um, which can help some people. Um, simple analgesics, paracetamol and then stronger, uh, stronger painkillers um, which you can get from, from your uh, GP can help some people and it may again it doesn't mean that you have to take them every day some people will just take them before they exercise before they go for a walk and it can just get things down into a more controllable um, situation. So after that, um, the other things we can explore are things like injections. Well, before that, I should say specific physiotherapy, and that probably ties in with, with the exercise side as well. So generally, general exercise good, but more specific sort of physiotherapy-led exercise programs to build up the strength in the hip and the, the knee muscles can um, help uh, and has been shown to help significantly reduce uh, the pain of arthritis and can um, make the difference between needing major surgery or being able to, to manage your symptoms. After this, we to support these sort of treatments, you can consider injections, and there's a whole host of injections available to people now, not just the steroid injection, although that can be very useful for some people. Uh, we, in the clinic, I regularly use something called hyaluronic acid, um, which is a natural component of your joint, um, and uh, we can inject that to reduce inflammation, uh, to boost the levels of, of the, um, the hyaluronic acid in the joint, and that can, you know, help with pain relief. It can 
mean that uh, some people get pain relief up to four to six months uh, following an injection and uh, slightly more natural than say a steroid injection and these things can be repeated so for some people this this is a good way to, to manage their symptoms even in the mid to long term um, there are other injections that we use um, in the clinic um, and I've had good results uh, following um, uh, PRP injections where using your own uh, blood cells, so the, the healing cells in your blood called platelets, we can separate those out and inject a high concentration of those into your joint. Um, something called N-Stride, which we've used successfully in, in my clinic um, over the years, and some people getting up to you know 18 months, two years pain relief uh, following the procedure, and the evidence, uh, published evidence, would uh, back that up as well. After that, then, you know, if these things work great if they buy you a few years of keeping your own knee great and for a lot of people it will you know this is all they'll need to some combination of those treatments they'll be able to manage and they won't ever need to go down the route of surgery in fact the vast majority of patients with osteoarthritis will not need surgery will be able to manage their symptoms with a combination of all those treatments for the few that do need surgery it's usually after these treatments have failed and they are still still having problems um, with pain that's affecting their quality of life that's uh, stopping them doing things that they want to do um, affecting their sleep all these things and that's where knee replacement can be um, the right option and I think it's important to have that in mind that uh, a knee replacement is a good operation for the right people if it's done for the right reasons in the right patient, the vast majority of people have a good, if not a great result. The pain goes, they get their quality of life back and they're able to do things that they, they've not been able to do for, for sometimes for years be, because of their knee problem. It's not for everyone. And I think it's important for both um, patients and surgeons to realize that it's not for everyone. Um, and certain patient groups, perhaps younger patients, younger than 60, younger than 70, there is a higher chance that patients are dissatisfied following knee replacements, but saying that, still the majority, seven, eight out of 10 are happy. After 70 years old, then more, more people are happy with the results of the surgery. Um, and it's, you know, if, it, if you get to that stage, then I think it's very important that, um, that you, you make sure that you see the right person, you, you get a good relationship with that person, uh, that surgeon, and um, make sure that you have explored all your other options um, and then discuss the best uh, possible type of knee replacement, the best um, sort of recovery afterwards, what you can do to help your recovery, make it as, as good as possible. Um, and that's what we try and do. That's why I do in my clinic. Um, I offer patients and um, sort of patient-specific um, planning um, using 3D models of their knee to, to make sure we, we sort of set the implant in the right position. And we also offer um, you know the the follow-up, the, the sort of aftercare and sort of care before the operation exercise programs to, to build up to um, get, get you as fit as possible before surgery and then the aftercare with regular physiotherapy uh, visits and regular follow-up included in, in any package price that we offer um, for the knee replacements um, just to, to, to make sure really that you're looked after afterwards because that's one of the key factors in, in getting a good outcome is, is the post-operative care. So I'm mindful I've uh, spoken for a while now. It hopefully gives you a bit of an insight. And I think probably one of the key, the key messages from today's um, 
Facebook Live would be um, that acronym, the BRAN, um, as part of something called shared decision making. You know, not going into the consultation unprepared, not going into the, the consultation with your specialist without having some questions in mind. So, so remember, BRAN. Benefits, what are the benefits? Risks, what are the risks? Alternatives, what are the alternatives? Alternative treatments and nothing. What happens if I do nothing? If you get answers to these questions, that would allow you to sort of weigh up the pros and cons and uh, hopefully make the right decision um, regards your treatment. So if you need any more information, you can check out my website at myneedoc.co.uk. There's some uh, good information about common knee conditions there, different treatments that, that uh, can help, and there's some free guides that you can download as well, which will give you a bit more information. If you do want to book an appointment, um, you can contact us um, through the website, or um, you can call 0161 464 6399. You can also, uh, I also offer a, a free call, a free consultation, 10 minute chat really to see if, and for some pe people they want to see if, if seeing a specialist is the right option for them, you know, and what the next steps might be. And uh, we can have a, a quick chat about your symptoms, you know, as if, you know, maybe, you, you, you know, if we bumped into each other in the street or, you know, in the pub, you'd ask somebody about their knee or you'd ask somebody, you know, for, for their advice about, this, that, or the other. I, I try and offer a service like that, just so people know where to turn to, where to go for treatment, or if they need treatment or not. And then you can book her one of those um, calls through the website as well. So hopefully you enjoyed this. I'll try and make it a regular occurrence on Wednesday afternoons. Um, and take care, and I'll speak to see you next week. To the My Knee Dog podcast. Tune in again next week. For more advice and information, visit www.myneedog.co.uk. Download one of our free guides or book your free telephone consultation. My Knee Dog, your knee specialist.